0: hello everyone you're listening to the activate your limitless potential podcast i'm your host Sime anand and if you are ready to create the extraordinary life that i know you were destined to live you've come to the right place because we're about to get raw and real on how to do that but with that being said my friends let's get started into this week's episode Hi my beautiful friend, so I'm popping in two days later just to film this little bit of an intro But with that being said, I was really called to bring my dad on for a podcast episode If you guys have been in tune with social media, you may have noticed that I actually Oh my god, actually, actually have already made an episode with my dad on my YouTube channel Before I had the whole podcast thing But this episode, guys, is value-packed I urge you guys to spare 30 minutes of your day to listen to this entire episode with him because we just flowed guys. You're going to understand so many facets that are going to help you not only achieve your goals for 2022, but elevate yourself and give you guys the clarity that you need to not only understand your passion, but the premise of what success really means and how to align yourself with the mindset, principles, tactics, strategies, and techniques that I personally feel that every single person in this entire world should emulate if they have big dreams if they want to pursue their dreams or if if they're simply lost and need that direction and guidance you guys know I look up to my dad and honestly this episode was just flowing and you'll see that there's going to be parts during this episode series where my voice is louder and that's simply because we literally impulsively decided to do this that we really weren't paying attention to the sound so i apologize in advance if that kind of bothers you as you're listening to this but try your best to kind of push it away i urge you guys to whip out some notes get a pencil and write down things that you're resonating with maybe even journal this out because you may get some breakthroughs throughout this episode with that being said let's rewind two days ago to this family conversation Thank you. I wish I could tell you that this episode was planned, but to be honest, I'm here with my dad and we impulsively decided at 11.30 p.m. with our glasses of wine to create a podcast episode for you guys because we just have so many things that are on our mind, especially with the new year coming around. I feel like it's the perfect time to kind of bring it back. That being said, let's get straight into it.
1: All right, guys. I am so happy to be featured again on my daughter's channel. She's absolutely right. We're heading into the New Year's. We'd had a great Christmas. We hope you all had the same. So I think we were going to talk about, you know, we're heading into 2022 and uh, you know, the past few years have been rough on a lot of us, including us. And we said, you know what? life is changing around us. Things are not going to be the same. They're not going to be the same way they used to be before. We have to adapt to be able to really, you know, get in front of ourselves. So the question was how, and Simi was like, "Dad, you know, what's your impulsive dad advice?" I "I don't know if I have any, you know. So this is where we are. We're going to be exploring some some things to talk about. You know, I work in the water sector. Water? Did I pronounce it right?
0: No, you did not. Okay. Water. 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 No, you're pronouncing it with the V now. Okay.
1: water. 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 Okay, I'm a British. Indian, British, whatever, but it is, it's, it's its its H2O, guys. You know, I'm in the H2O sector. And, you know, there's, there's so much of a fine line. There's so much that goes behind it. I think the youth today are getting bombarded with so much that is happening around us on the technology front, on the job market, and the pandemic, obviously, has taken its own toll on so many of us. And, you know, growing up, I struggled between passion and purpose. And it was very easy for us to say, well, go find your purpose, go do something that that your heart really wants you to do. But the question is how, right? How do we really get it done?
0: Especially in a world where it feels like we are kind of restricted creatively. Like, I know for a lot of people they may have certain like intuitive desires or passions and they don't know if it's necessarily their purpose and they also don't even know like where to begin like I reach so many people reach out to me like on DM asking me like what if I don't know my purpose like where do I even begin and it's like that is a really important question that I feel like a lot of people are struggling with especially after the COVID pandemic and like knowing how much has been affected in certain job industries like I don't know if you guys have seen like restaurants are closing, everyone's hiring, everyone's kind of doing things a little bit differently than it was two years ago, especially with the rise of technology. So I think like that is something we really got to explore and really tap into to see where we can kind of address some of these things so they can feel better about it.
1: Yeah. And see, that's that's, that's the most important question. Some of us are fortunate to be uh, having good guidance right from the get go the guidance could be in the form of a great teacher
0: luckily rohit and i my brother like we were raised you were our mentor. Not trying to not trying to hype you up and gas you up, but you were our mentor. But I do know that a lot of people who definitely follow my social media may not have that kind of role model or mentor or guidance. And that is why I like to bring you on. And guys, this is why I post about my dad. Even though sometimes I post funny things, like a lot of it is so like the audience can like feel like they're connected, that they have someone there to guide. And that is why I tell you all the time, dad, get on social media. You have something to share as well. And honestly, I have to like kind of create little impulsive moments just so you can come on the podcast so that hopefully one day we can continue it but that's a little sidetrack that's a little sidetrack so as a
1: parent if I'm speaking to parents I think the first thing I would share is for parents to stop comparing our children to other children right hell yeah every one of us on this planet that has been brought on for a purpose and success is relative knowledge is relative, IQ is relative. So we've got to stop comparing one child to another child, right? That's the fundamental thing. And I think that's what we did as parents. Compared but us? We didn't compare no. you. We, we kind of stopped doing that. We we never compared you with other children. We, we encouraged you to find your own purpose. It started from exposing you to learning soccer and ballet, in your case, and Rohit went and did baseball. What is important is... You, as a parent, right? We, as parents, need to identify what our children would love to do. Yeah. So, either you will start putting in some elements in them where they would a variety of elements in them, which they would end up finding a purpose with. Those elements could be, you could take them to work for home, you know, volunteer on the ground sometimes maybe, you know, it could be for the Red Cross. It could be for the Salvation Army. It could be home for the aged. It could be the homeless folks. It could be so many different things. And I think community to service is community is service to God, as it says is where it probably starts with and if you remember when you were young i would say get your foot out of the door when you start pushing yourselves in five different directions you might end up resonating with something and there might be a possibility that your career might sink in with with one of those choice of your parents and if that happens it's great yeah but for the parents if that doesn't happen that's fine because at the end of the day your child in this case you and Rohit have to live your life Now what's important as a parent is, my my fear would always be, or my purpose would be to make sure that you're able to earn a living. To make sure that you're able to earn a living that is uh, better than where you are today. That's my purpose, that's my vested agenda, so to speak, right? And so everything I would do for you would be to make sure that where you are professionally or with the comforts in life that you have, You are better off than where you are today. Mm -hmm. So how do you get there is something that I would need to find find a way to understand your personality and this is where that investment of time as a parent comes in. And the trust factor and the credibility of the child with the parent comes in or the bonding factor so to say will only come in when you invest that kind of time into understanding your child
0: i i agree but then i also feel like you have to like take time to understand the child but i also think as a parent you know you wouldn't be so self-aware about having to understand a child if you weren't self-aware for yourself that's a
1: very very deep statement and absolutely right so so now this 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 takes us into the path you know there are multiple lanes one path is where the parent-child relationship is great And you can say, well, if it's already great, if it's fundamentally sound and if it has reached a certain threshold of expectation, then it will just compound from there and the relationship will just blossom and both the the parent-child relationship will become better, the child becomes more successful, more fulfilled, um, and it's a success story. In the case where... the the, the parent-child connection might not be as great Right. then unfortunately as the child grows bigger and uh, smarter then the parental influence becomes more kind of being bullish and then that divide continues to expand and then that
0: shapes their own belief systems and stuff right
1: and and so at some point either the parent has to go and do some self-introspection you know, or uh, the child will be mature enough to understand that the parent is still kind of living in stone ages.
0: And then they take initiative of their own life, which
1: is usually and, and how... somehow, you know, that relationship is, is, is kind of improved and it kind of bridges itself with maturity on both sides over time.
0: Because I always wonder, and like I'm correct, like I might go a little bit off tangent here, you know, haven't you heard some of those success stories where it's like, those people who had, you know, luxuries as they were growing up, those kids who were given everything, they were grateful to be supported by their parents. They came from an abundant household versus other kids who were unfortunate, maybe grew up in poverty. But those people end up being the success stories who have made it, who have achieved amazing things in their life versus I've heard stories where, you know, kids who had everything, who were spoiled, who got everything like they didn't really create an abundant life because like, of them being like sheltered so much so like even though your parent necessarily wasn't there to guide you like that shouldn't be like a limiting belief as a kid that like you're screwed and that like you're never going to be successful that you're never going to have some sort of impact in this world just because of like your circumstances you know what I'm saying because I know for me like I'm sure people may see our relationship and they may feel like okay I don't have that relationship with my dad I don't have that mentor maybe I don't have that role model in general it's like where do I begin how do I like reach out how do I become in that kind of environment when I was not gifted those resources and this is where I think I learned I kind of got this insight when I went to like that Tony Robbins event and he mentioned something about it's not the lack of resources but it's the lack of resourcefulness and so that really you know I might be going off tangent but like that really stuck out to me because it made me realize like yeah I was grateful to be having like being provided like you provided everything for Rohit and I and like I'm grateful for that. But then also there's a part of me that realizes that you can't take advantage of that and you can't let that like prevent you from not doing things yourself and just because you didn't have that guidance growing up that doesn't mean you're screwed it's your resourcefulness to find those answers for yourself by exactly what you're saying service community going out there getting you know grassroots efforts putting yourself out there expanding your intellectual curiosity going outside your comfort zone that i feel like you'll be really able to get those answers for yourself even if you don't have that parental support
1: see life is a complex animal Hell yeah. And all of us have different circumstances that we all grow up with. Some of our parents are uh, very successful and they're very busy and, you know, doctors and engineers and working around the clock, especially with the with the pandemic around. So as a child, we all we all look for as human beings, we're all looking for those relationships, whether it's the parent child relationship or whether it's a spouse relationship or a parental relationship and you know growing up i lost my dad when i was very young and you know it was it was difficult for me for some time to you know to kind of just get that balance in life on what next i should be doing yeah, the good and this that. wasn't the internet age where i could go and you know pick up some cool lessons on leadership yeah because
0: everything's market. on the internet now right
1: so you know what you do at that point is it's the survival of the fittest number one and number two you have to adapt to changing circumstances always no matter how successful you get in life you might be a successful businessman or a businesswoman and the market conditions might change I mean look at what's happening in the internet, in the internet world today. We're talking about web 3.0 and we're talking about metaverse. It's going to change the dynamics in the way we, we sure. understand and perceive the world. So what do businesses have to do? If you have to be successful, you have to really kind of you know adapt to all of the changing competitive landscape around your business. Same thing goes in your personality. If you're stuck and you're not moving, right and you're not constantly learning and adapting things will continue to pile onto you and that complexity then becomes some, somewhat overwhelming and that becomes depressive right and then it takes a toll of its own so the fact here is even if you're you know belonging to successful house households or families good for you now the question is if you can take that and compound it and how do you compound it well you got to put yourself out there B, you need to find your purpose. C, you need to find somebody who's bigger, better, smarter, more humble than you. And you're able to take that person on as a mentor, at least for some amount of time. And then you start consciously building your your muscle memory. Yes. And we talk about...
0: Yes. And we talk about... Guys, this is so important what I to tell you. I don't know if you guys have read the book, Steal Like an Artist, but I came across this book in the beginning of my social media journey. And exactly what he said, like finding a mentor is probably the fastest way to a find your purpose, but also speed your growth in every aspect of your life. And it's like when you are able to find someone that you actually look up to, that you see qualities within them. And when you extract those qualities and when you extract their success story, and when you can analyze the steps that they took to get to where they wanted to go, I promise you, I'm not speaking this out of my butt, but success leaves clues. I got this from Tony Robbins, like everything out in this world is there for you to take it but it's up to you being resilient to change and for you to be resourceful to find those answers I think that is probably the most important lesson I've had to learn this year like to just be resourceful and to not let your circumstances define or be the limiting factor for you to dream big and achieve things that you want to do as cheesy as I may sound
1: You know, to add to that one simple thing that you can do, which I still try to do on a daily basis, I mean, I wouldn't say daily basis, but I try, is just incorporate one simple sentence in your conscious memory. And that would be, how can I help?
0: Yeah. How can I provide value? How can
1: I help? It could be in a team setting in college, it could be a team setting at work, it could be in a community, you might be in a church, you might be wherever. How can I help, right? So keep doing that till such time you find your passion. And when you say those four powerful words, I'm not sure if you follow Mayor Francis Suarez on the Internet. Do you know he went viral just with those four words? What were they? He said, how can I help?
0: Oh, I didn't know that. Right.
1: It's, I mean, you know, I mean, all of these fintech companies are moving and migrating to Miami because of a simple tweet. How can I help? Right. It's powerful. So for for those of us who don't know where we belong and we are early on in our journeys, in our careers, in our professional lives, go explore, right? Go dabble in different things. And because you don't know, keep an open mind and say, you know, how can I help? And you would be amazed that there will be people out there who would embrace you. And they would say, wow, you know, this person has the attitude to work, to help, to learn. And over time, your resume would have grown in so many different ways that even you wouldn't know.
0: Just because of that experience. Just because
1: of the experience. And then when you actually sit down and write your resume, you'll be able to say, wow, wow, I've learned all these soft skills. I've learned all these hard skills. Because at the end of the day, success is not just a function of the hard skills you've learned in college, unfortunately.
0: Oh my God, I am such a firm believer of this.
1: It's all the soft skills. And what are the soft skills? public speaking, writing, communicating, empathy, emotional intelligence, conflict
0: management, teamwork, mindfulness, mindfulness,
1: right? so many. And each of those buzzwords end up becoming more quantitative. They'll start reflecting in your personality when you start interacting with other people, because when you start doing that, you're going to be able to have a wholesome conversation with somebody to say, you know what, My, my confidence or my public speaking or my volunteerism has now become better because I did A, B, C, and D, and you wouldn't re- you wouldn't even know that maybe some of these things will just translate into some profession, and now this has become a passion. So passion, either either you're fortunate that you you had a passion growing up, you know, you might have been an artist, you could like be a, a singer, a dancer, an right? athlete, yeah, an athlete. And for those who have that growing up, right, uh, you're blessed, but. Most of us don't have it. So you need to go and find it. You need to be seeking it. So the word is here, the word here, the buzzword is be a seeker. Seeker becomes synonymous with learning, right? You never stop learning. So seeking Becoming a lifelong learning, learner. Volunteering and then saying, How can I help? We kind of bring it all together in that multi-dimensional environment.
0: That's powerful. And I'm you know, it's crazy because as a kid, like you would break, you would tell us this often to be a seeker, to go out, to be a lifelong learner. And like, I really think because you like instilled that kind of mindset when I was like younger, I think it had a role in like kind of me seeking answers for myself. But I also think you kind of go through these phases where you want to get these answers when you're in a time of your life or a phase where you need them, you know, like, Some people who are, people who are tuning into my podcast and my stuff, they're at a stage of their life where I know they want to do more with their life. They want to be better. They want to do better. They want to have better. But some other people may be at stages of their life where they're not ready to receive those answers. You know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm speaking for kids maybe in like who are entering college. Maybe they're in high school. I feel like It's one thing to say like you need to go out, be resourceful, you know, do exactly what you're saying, but you have to get that wake up call and that drive in your belly for you to truly start doing that. And I think a lot of things hold people back. Like their internal resistance is what really holds a lot of people back. Their fear of going out and making it happen, the fear that they're not worthy. I also think the school system has had a role in thinking that if you are not a 4.0 GPA student, if you're not having, you know, great grades, that you're not worthy enough to have that dream job. Job or connect with that you know mentor that stuff and I I feel like those can be things that really resist people from like truly topping in and doing what you're saying
1: going back to uh, you know mentoring right I can speak semi for all of the professionals um, in the water sector everyone who actually works in my sector you know I'm so amazed every day with the volunteerism in our sector and I'm sure it goes in every other sector and for anyone who wants to be seeking a career to your audience? Reach out to the impulsive internet dad, right? Why not? Because at the end of the day, I think there's so many good people out there who want to be able to give back, who want to be able to connect. I think the issue that becomes relevant is time and yeah. medium and how. And we're always constantly in this analysis-paralysis Exactly. including myself, right? So i applaud you for what you're doing because you're trying to connect more of us to the rest of us right and this as long as we are able to thrive in this many-to-many relationship and make sense of the complexities around us and find a way to declutter the complexities and put some method to the madness which is possible um, i think we should be doing more of it in the process, we do get overwhelmed because there's so much bombardment that is happening so around us much. all the time. You know, these the ton of YouTube videos, the ton of TikTok stuff, the ton of Instagram, the ton of podcasts. The comparison, uh, you know. So I guess I think the, the bottom line to this is it is all about finding a method in which you derive happiness. So you really need to self-introspect to leading into 2022 is, well, who am I? Where am I going? What am I doing? Why am I doing?
0: That's most important. And
1: what is the outcome at the end of this, right? What's, what's, what's going to be fulfillment for me, right? I mean, to the extent we can take a day, an hour or two and self-introspect on these five or six things about just you, if we can just just take a moment to understand that, And folks, I would really appreciate Sydney's audience to share some of these thoughts because it gives me so much of fulfillment just in trying to understand the feedback from your audience. Yeah, for sure.
0: And I always tell them this.
1: And it's so important to understand that because I think A, it will help us understand the dynamics and the complexities of life. It's easy to read a few books and speak a few things. But it is way more more magnifying in getting that feedback from folks and saying, well, I did these the self-introspection uh, method, right? And this is where I get happiness from. Now, how do I go about fulfilling my mission? How do I end up making that a purpose? Now, that is where you start, you know, putting, sure. putting a path to the future. That is where you need a coach. That is where you find a mentor yes. who is able to derive uh, the, from the experiences that person has had in their life, failures and successes, and your own success could be ramped up like five times. So you don't have to fall on the same things that that person fell
0: on. Yeah, because you'll and, be learning from what they did exactly. at tenfold faster. So
1: folks, do that.
0: I think the premise is getting a mentor.
1: Get a mentor, do some self-introspection because your your mentor can probably take you down that path and ask you those five questions, right? But to the extent that you can do your own self-introspection, that is even more deeper. Because yeah. you know you. For sure. You know what drives you. You know what motivates you.
0: Absolutely. And to
1: the extent you can do that, then you're able to also find the right mentor finding the right yeah. mentor is a function of how much you know yourself how much you know yourself because then you are seeking. oh my
0: god guys you gotta take notes honey <laughs> right
1: then you're yeah seeking. otherwise i can expose you to a hundred different mentors let's say simi you come and tell me you know what you've got such a big network of friends can you expose me to a network well you need to tell me i need to i need to find somebody who's really passionate i need good a, a, a woman who's got a presence uh, who's got all the qualities in life that I resonate with you know yeah you, mapping you out what you the want parameters that define the box right then I'm able to be that medium to take you to yes. others who can help you yep so knowing yourself is important and I can guarantee you that there are mentors out there there are good people out there who are waiting for you to tap into your abundance, to tap into your lives, to help you, take you down that path, you will find, the universe will help you find that person. I love this. Find yourself first.
0: You know what's crazy? I feel like that message you just shared, that was like source. That came from source. Like that was just flowing out of you. I really hope you guys are taking notes because if you like rewind what he just said. I think that is probably the most important message that someone could take into 2022, knowing yourself, investing into yourself, making that sacrifice to be uncomfortable. Because I promise you when you're on this exploration of finding yourself, of finding out what fulfills you, of what makes you happy, of expanding yourself, there's, there's like discomfort that comes with that because you're facing a lot of internal demons, a lot of internal resistance, a lot of things internally that you may not have answers for and that can put you in a very vulnerable state. But I promise you when you take time to self-introspect, to find what makes you happy, to find those things that maybe your inner child once loved that you kind of resisted as you grew older, as you were conditioned by, as we talked in the beginning of the podcast, you know, your family, the expectations, all that kind of has a role in your belief system. But when you're able to take a step back and be like, you know what, let me sit back, let me reflect, let me ask myself, okay. What do I love in this world? What are my skill sets? How can I utilize these skill sets to create something amazing for me? And when you're able to hone in on those things you'll become more confident and when you're more confident that is what he was talking about the experiences that you're gaining will have such a big role in the interactions that you meet with people who you look up to within the job within the jobs that you apply for within the businesses you may want to start it kind of all has a role when and it comes together once you take that time to self-invest so i think the premise of this episode is to self-invest and to take that time to do that.
1: And if I can make a destructive statement? See? Sure. For 2022? Sure, then. Right. For once, I would say things to the contrary, which is forget journaling, forget writing, forget about all those meditative experiences. If there's one thing you can do, just one thing, which is just invest the time, take some quiet time for yourself and just figure out for yourself Where is it that you want to be leading your life towards? Do some self-introspection for yourself. You may not have complete answers, which is good. Can I
0: disrupt your disruption? (laughs) always. So I totally agree, like what you just said, to find that answer. And I know how you said, and I think I'm just being defensive because you guys know I love my journaling, my meditation. (laughs) I do think those practices... I think can go two ways. If you rely way too heavy on those practices, that's another story. But I do think if you, the reason why I think journaling and meditation is so powerful is because it clears your mind to give you the clarity to think. Because sometimes we have all of this clutter in our brain and we think that that clutter is significant towards how we think about life. But when you're able to get those thoughts out on paper, from how you're thinking to how you're actually witnessing them on paper, that gives you the answers, my friend. All right. So we are
1: now into podcast number two, maybe. But maybe we can do a precursor to podcast number two. I'm a fan (laughs) of it. I actually picked up on Simi's uh, Simi's recommendation. I have a, a... Thick, fat journaling book that I sometimes journal. <laughs> thick, fat yeah, journaling I don't do book. It every day. But I think if you're able to first self-interest. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And if
1: you can find that lane that you belong to. There are so many lanes that you probably find resonating with. And that's not good for you, right? You need to find one or two lanes. You can't be a right? jack of all trades. You cannot have many lanes because then that, that really overwhelms you, right? And it, it can lead to a, a plethora of problems. Cascading problems, you know, health problems, whatnot. So, if you start first focusing on finding your lane, and it's okay to change those lanes. 100%. I do that even still. I still do that. I change my lanes. Yeah. <laughs> I have a job to pay the bills. That's where right? I got it from. <laughs> I always change my lanes. It's okay because that's what keeps me going. That's what gives, keeps me happy. And it gives so you So less- If you're able to find that lane, and once you find that lane, then you start, you know, consciously journaling and meditating on that lane then that lane solidifies. Yes. That lane starts anchoring. Let's go! That lane starts taking (laughs) roots. And then that lane starts blossoming. Whoa, dad, you're killing it. Giving you all the different fruits that you
0: want. Whoa! (laughs) Round of applause. The
1: fruits of labor, so to speak. So guys, have a blessed new year, a happy new year. I hope
0: this brought good vibes your way. Yes,
1: a fun, a friendly, a healthy New year full of happiness and joy to all of
0: you. And if you guys resonate with this episode, if there's something else you want to hear from my dad and I, you guys know I love bringing him on. Bringing him on, it's honestly so much fun. Please DM me on Instagram. I always respond to your messages um and let me know any feedback and also if you enjoyed this episode I would love if you went and gave a review and for all you know I might send a little bit of a token of appreciation your way if you did but I would really appreciate that and with that being said I hope you guys have an amazing new year stay safe and I will see you guys next week in my next podcast episode cheers bye